welcome to the Library Variety Show. I'm Alex Giorgio. And I'm still Deb Miner. How are you doing, Deb? I am just doing so dandy. How are you, Alex? I'm good. We had a week off of the show. We not did. of work, but of the show uh, for Labor Day. Yes, we did. It's so lovely. Did you pack up your uh, white shoes? Um, <laughs> I, 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 I shy away from white shoes, white pants, and I, I have a couple of white shirts, but... Well, white shirts are okay, but white shoes and white pants no. are yeah. no. I do remember when that was like a huge thing, like in the 70s, because my dad used to have a pair of white patent leather loafers that he would often wear during the summer. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the movie Serial Mom? I don't think so. Patty Hearst wears white shoes after Labor Day and gets mm. more than she bargained for. I can well imagine, but yeah, I've just never liked white. I never liked even white sneakers. Just, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's brave. Uh, it is brave. To wear white. It is. With the spill potential. Yes, the spill potential. And they just, it's just, yeah, so white, so so let's start with the check-in. What have you been reading, watching, doing? Um, I have been watching, um, I'm still watching Succession. I'm into the third season of Succession. Um, man, it is gripping. I, I love it so much. Um, I don't always understand what's going on, but oh God, the acting is just so wonderful. Um, so if you like corporate greed, corporate takeover, hanging out with billionaires for an hour and how they try to... Um, Taking a boat to get to another boat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is just amazing but um it's a great you know character study of dysfunctional families and wow I'll, the one episode that really caught me was that um it was his birthday roy logan roy's birthday and his daughter shiv presented him with a book of houses <laughs> and he's going through this book of houses and he says no oh, that's those are really nice houses and she says to him dad you own all those houses <laughs> so yeah that's what you that's what you get when you have billions of dollars well it's good that they're nice houses they are nice houses we also own all three seasons on uh, DVD so if you want to check out the series it's won lots of Emmys and Golden Globe Awards. We being the library, not me being the library, not, not Deb, not me personally, but we being the library. We you do cannot have all. borrow her copy. <laughs> we have all three seasons, and there will be a fourth season that probably will not uh, be streaming until probably sometime in 2023. It is filming right now, mm-hmm. and if you watch Instagram or Twitter occasionally you will see a leaked photo from the set. Yeah, yeah, so that's kind of cool. And then I have finished two books, uh, one being uh, written by local author, um, Indiana author, Ashley Flowers, who also does a true crime podcast as well. 
Wait, uh, you're telling me that there are authors in Indiana? There are lots of authors. Yeah, they just they recently just announced the um, the awards for best books by um, Indiana authors just recently as well. Um, but yeah, it's a the book itself is called "We Are All Good People Here," written by again the author is Ashley Flowers. Um, it takes place primarily in Wakarusa in the surrounding area. Um, it has a little bit of everything. I listened to her. She's got a great voice, so I can understand um, the whole podcast thing. Um, apparently, the book was written by sort of a compilation of some of the true crimes that she had covered, as well as input from her listeners. Um, so yeah, check it out. And apparently, it's on. It's one of the number one on the New York Times bestsellers list. Um, is are there any scenes at the Wakarusa Dime Store where they buy those oversized, <laughs> disgusting jelly beans? The jelly beans? No, they do mention other um, businesses in Wakarusa and in the surrounding area. So if you're familiar, like some of the smaller towns close to Wakarusa, like Napanee, and um, they do mention those. Um, so it's it's pretty interesting, um, yeah. I, I, so it's 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 worth the read. Um, and then the second book that I finished also is "I'm Glad My Mom Died," written by Jeanette McCurdy, who was in the Nickelodeon series um, iCarly. She played Sam, which is the best friend. I have no idea. Um, took place in the early 2000s. Um, I do know that my kids watched it. Um, but it's it's really <laughs> it's pretty difficult to um, to read. Um, she had a lot of bad things happen to her. Very again, another dysfunctional family. Um, her mother was very abusive. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's really, it's really good. It's really interesting. It's not a very long, um, read, but, um, if you're familiar with, you know. But if you want to read it right now, expect to Yeah, wait expect to wait. Yeah, it's there, it's flying I, off the it's shelves. It's flying off the shelves. Well, actually both books that I have mentioned, um, it's kind of hard to get right now because they are very popular, um. But and I know we've ordered extra copies of both of them. But put your hold on it now. Yes, yes, please do. And if you you know don't know how to place a hold, you can give us a call at two eight two four six four six, and we would be very happy to put that item on hold for you. Tell them Deb sent you. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, both well worth reading. You know, for different reasons. Very interesting. Um, but that's it. I continue to work through um, this nonfiction book by Ed Yong. Um, God, let me get the title. Man, the animal one. The animal one. It's really good. It's I'm I'm listening to it. I'm probably going to have to renew it again. Um, it's it's a lot of information. It is very interesting. So. Um, I'm also, it's called The Immense World. But it's all about animal senses and in great detail. 
but also told in a way that it makes it very understandable too. So if you're not, you know, you don't have a background in science, it is interesting to learn all these things. So that that's about it for me. I've been reading lots of magazines. I I go through these uh, periods where I really just like to have a stack of magazines and and go through those. And we have quite quite a good collection still, even though a lot of magazines have ceased publication in the last. Um, now, did your magazine habit pick up again? Did that coincide with? Uh, Jennifer Lopez marrying Ben Affleck? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't no. believe that. <laughs> I, uh, no, it's just, I don't know. I just, it's just like my guilty pleasure is magazines. Yeah, there's nothing so, to feel guilty about. Make me happy. But I don't tend to read like the weekly magazines. I kind of like cooking magazines and. You know, like National Geographic, Time Magazine. I like Vanity like Fair. That. They write yeah, they good, read, true crime article. Yes, they do have. Yes, I do agree. I did check out the new Vogue because it has Serena Williams on the cover. And she is talks. it the September issue? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's oh, a it's a big issue. I remember last year when we were working at Kelly Park and it came out. Yeah. We both were like, "Ooh, <laughs> yeah." But I'm yeah. So I haven't. Um, I still have that. Um, I haven't looked through that yet, but I love Edible Michiana is like one of my favorite magazines because I love to like read eat about. Michiana. I, well, I would love to eat my way through Michiana. That's like my biggest dream is just to be. I did. I did at one time want to be a food critic and just go to these places and try different things on the menu. Um, I enjoy reading about, you know, local chefs and new restaurants, and then I'll make a list of all the places that I want to visit, so. You know, the term Michiana has taken years off my life. (laughs) Explain, please. It just doesn't sit right with me. I can't explain it. Hmm. I was at Macy's the other day. The other day, though, and uh, I saw a Michiana strong neon sign by the men's dressing rooms. Um, so that was another year gone from my life. Wait, 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 you saw a Michiana strong? Yeah, it said Michiana strong in neon. Wow. By the men's dressing rooms. I don't understand. Huh. That's very interesting. I have not been to the mall in years. Brave you. Hmm. Well... I just finished Leonard Maltin's book, Starstruck, his memoir. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, It was really good. He is a film critic and got to interact with all these different people. Um, You know, Betty Davis, Olivia de Havilland, uh, just so many people. He had so many interesting stories to tell. Um... Still making my way through Glee. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Are you are you enjoying it? I am. Yeah. Okay. I mean, right. it's ridiculous, yeah, but I'm course. enjoying it. And as I've said before, I enjoy thinking about how mean Leah Michelle was to people. <laughs> um, does that make you happy and gleeful? It or does. does it? <laughs> um, no, I just it's it's an interesting uh, story to follow. Um, and 
What else? Oh, I saw a movie called yes. uh, 3,000 Years of Longing with our friend Julie, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. who has been on the podcast before. Yes. Uh, it is directed by George Miller and based on a book, The Djinn uh, in the Nightingale's Eye by A.S. Byatt. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it stars uh, Idris Elba and... Tilda Swinton, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. love Tilda Swinton. Mm-hmm. She's a professor uh, named Aletha. Starts seeing things, comes across a gin, uh, like a genie, genie, mm-hmm. and um, he tells her his story, how he got trapped in the bottle and. And how that bottle turned into another bottle, and basically how he got to her, and then it explores some other things. Very unpredictable. Hmm, I had no idea what was going to happen next. Oh. Um, it was very interesting. It was very... The scope of it was epic in that it spanned centuries, um, but it also felt very intimate, like... Almost like it could have been a play of two people talking. Oh, interesting. Um, and that was really good. That's in movie theaters now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and that, I mean, that's all I've been reading and watching. That's, that's a lot. I yeah. Mean, there's no competition. Well, if there is, you won. <laughs> no, I do not think so. Did you did you ever see the movie Orlando? I didn't. Um, it's pretty amazing. It's written. It's based on a Virginia Woolf novel, um, but you mentioned uh, Tilda Swinson, and she plays the main character. And I think you would like it. She was in the film version of We Need to Talk About Kevin. One of the not one of well. No, one of the most disturbing movies I've ever seen. Brilliant. She was brilliant. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's the kind of movie that stays with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Very unsettling, very suspenseful, um, very heavy. She always gives a good performance. Even, like, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, she was the White Witch. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of, too. She she herself, I think, sticks with you. The characters that she plays. She was in that Amy uh, Schumer film, Trainwreck. She was heavily made up, and she was, like, the bubbly boss. Yes, Like, totally playing off type. Yes. But, yeah, she's she's really good. Yeah, she's one of the... Great contemporary actors in the business, yeah. I think. All right. Well, yeah. shall we talk about what we're here to talk about this week? Um, yes. And what is it that we're talking about this week? We are talking about Banned Books Week. Banned books because week. from September 18th through September 24th of this year, it is... Banned Books Week, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. brought to you by the American Library Association Office for Intellectual Freedom. And Amnesty International. Yes, Amnesty International is involved. And Uh, it's 
Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that it is a week devoted to celebrating the freedom to read by drawing attention to all the banned and challenged books. Um, this started in 1982. Um, there's quite a huge list historically and continually. Um, each year, different books are challenged or banned. Um, yeah. So. It's interesting to look at books that have been banned, not necessarily the current top challenge books. Mm -hmm. And there's a difference between a challenge and a ban, right? Mm -hmm. A challenge is right. when somebody objects to the material and feels like it should be removed from right. the school, from the library, right. in some cases from private businesses. Right. Um, and a ban is when it is removed. Right, is removed, right. Um, but it's interesting to see like books on the list that I read and had no idea at the time that they were controversial. Mm -hmm. um, the Wonderful Wizard of Oz, Harry Potter, mm -hmm. uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Right, right. Um, there are a lot of them. Uh, last year, the top five most challenged books were Gender Queer, Lawn Boy, All Boys Aren't Blue, Out of Darkness, and The Hate You Give. Um, in April of next year, the ALA will put out a list of this year's top challenged books. Uh, mm -hmm. As the year's not over yet, and the ALA is also very good about um, on their Instagram every i think it's on friday they'll they'll put a list of like major book challenges oh yeah they do um and they took and they talk also about people who are defending challenges as well they'll, yeah. they'll sometimes highlight some of the folks that are actually you know advocating for these books right and um <laughs> they tell the stories of these these book challenges in different states whether they're successful or right. not right um just a, a neat way to keep an eye on uh, what's going on. Yeah, right. Um, do you have any favorite banned books, Deb? Um, you know, as I look at the list, I see all these, you know, like books like, the one book that I always think is so strange on it, you know, The Diary of Anne Frank. Um, you know, Catcher in the Rye. I can think of a lot of books. The one that, oh God, I've just lost my thought. Like Holes. Why is Holes um, challenged? Holes is challenged, I think, because of, uh, I mean, there's kids in perilous situations. Right. And um, Unfortunately, some people object to the interracial romance. Yeah, I think that's part of it, too. And James and the Giant Peach. Um, James and the Giant Peach uses, I forget, I forget what word it is, but it's, he, Roald Dahl sometimes in place of, like, cuss words would use another silly word. Um, and I think he did it in Fantastic Mr. Fox, too. Right. And, um... People did not like that. Um, but yeah, Why the Cage Bird Sing was probably one of my favorite books by Maya Angelou, and I know that's on the list as well. There's, there's so many. The Handmaid's Tale. 
um, yeah, a lot of books that I've read, a lot of classics end up on the banned book looks and for different reasons too. Sometimes it's language, sometimes it's situational, like the color purple. I think there was a lot um, because she falls in love with another woman. Um, there's, it's mind boggling how many classics are right. on the list. Yeah, and the ALA keeps uh, all sorts of resources for banned books right. uh, on their website. And you can you can get a more detailed um, reason to why they've been challenged or banned as well. Um, and sometimes it's very simple. Like, wasn't like one of my favorite books that I read this year, Flamer? I know that also was has been challenged uh, a yeah. lot this year. Just a couple of weeks ago, somebody brought a copy in Florida to a police station yeah. um, because they were so unhappy with it. Uh, yeah, and um, book banning doesn't have a political preference. No. Um, comes from all sides of the spectrum for it, all it sorts does, of reasons. For all sorts of reasons, yeah. Um, You've got Ender's Game by... Um, mm-hmm. Right, which is another's. Yeah. Yeah, the author has some um, views that uh, some people might find offensive, mm-hmm. so they want the book banned. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, there is a banned book Club. club, yeah. I think we mentioned that the last time or a couple episodes ago about the different book clubs. Um, this one meets, it's either the last Tuesday or the last Thursday of the month. You're best to call the Virginia Tut branch. Those, um, Sadie Burkowski is the, um, the manager and she also, um, she and Jordan um, are the folks that could give you the exact answer, but either the last Tuesday or the last Thursday of the month, and then folks who are going obviously would know, um, at 8 p.m., and they meet at a local pub called the Witch's Brew, and their primary focus is banned books. So some of the titles that they've been, they have read is like 1984 by George Orwell, The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood, um, Native Son by Richard Wright. Um, and they usually decide together, you know, which book they're going to read next. So if you're interested in, you know, learning more about that, I would definitely call the Tut Branch and you can reach them directly at 282 4637 for more information about that. And the good thing about reading The Handmaid's Tale is you get the story of The Handmaid's Tale without Elizabeth Moss. Yeah. <laughs> I love Elizabeth Moss. So. Really? I really do. I really, I really I do. I did not enjoy her. I, I did enjoy <laughs> The Invisible Man hmm. that she was in. Uh, I I really like almost everything that she's in. I, I really enjoyed her character in Mad Men. I don't know if that's I've okay. I've never seen an episode of Mad Men. Well, I loved Mad Men. I'd watch it twice. So... Um, 
it's just so culturally accurate, I guess. I mean, it's it's very cringy because um, it takes place in the 50s, 60s, so it, it's definitely um, a lot of behavior is unacceptable, but it is very interesting. And that is it empowering in the way that uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would not say they would be comparable. Because Marvelous Mrs. Maisel takes some liberties with yes. history. And, you know, yes. that actually connects to banned books because one of the characters in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is comedian Lenny Bruce, Lenny Bruce yeah. who went to prison yes. for using certain words right. on stage, on stage right. which charged with public obscenity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, always, I think it's unusual that he's a character in the show because they have all these other characters that are like versions of real people. Right, and you know you it, they're clearly identifiable. Right. And then um, you have Lenny Bruce. Right. They have like Mom's Mabley, and just like peppered in some yeah. real people. And I think that's odd. It's a terrific show. It is. Um, it is. A I can't get enough show. of it. I'm sad that it's ending, but uh, yeah. Uh, maybe he's her muse. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I think it's, that's maybe that's the biggest thing. I think it's a good portrayal of Lenny Bruce. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, definitely. They leave he out kind of looks like him. Some of Lenny's demons are not uh, not on display in the show, but uh, certainly better than that. Did you ever see the movie Lenny with? Um, is it Al Pacino? The Bob Fosse movie Lenny. Oh, I think it is Al Pacino. He takes all of Lenny Bruce's worst bits and puts them and in a puts movie. Them all together. Um, yeah, it's not. It was it. not good. Um, and he wrote a book, "How to Talk Dirty and Influence People," mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it is in part about his fight for free speech and people's freedom to access his comedy. It was Dustin Hoffman, oh. actually, that played. Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Dustin wow. Hoffman, Al Pacino, same <laughs> thing. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I mean, eh, close enough. Um, close enough. Yeah, did you ever read Lenny Bruce's book? I did not. It's it's good. Probably... His material is very dated. So if you do read it, keep oh, that in well, mind. Oh, yeah. Um, it's kind of like George Carlin. If you were to, you know, read George Carlin, I think he would be kind of. Yeah. Um, it's just, with Lenny Bruce, you got to keep in mind what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. That it was a little bit comedy, a little bit activism. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So do we have any, um, Oh, really quick before we move on, I do want to mention again, Amnesty International is involved in Banned Books Week because mm-hmm. here we take books off the shelves. Around the world, people are murdered or right. imprisoned right. Um, because of what they've written, because of their art. Um, so Amnesty International is involved in Banned Books Week for that reason. Oh, and recently that just happened to Solomon Rushdie. Yeah. Who was um, stabbed at a, a talk that he was given, and it was basically because of his book that he had written. In the 80s. In the 80s, yeah. Um, he had made it a long time without actually physically being harmed. 
Right. Um, very unfortunate. He was in a season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, I didn't know that. Where Larry is writing a musical about him. Oh, wow. I was not aware of that. Yeah. Um, so, are there any fun events coming up at the library? Well, we have some that would be worth mentioning. I think I mentioned this the last time that we have the Life in Michiana uh, photo show that they are taking submissions starting September 1st. So if you have any photos that you've taken within the last year that highlights life in Michiana, different events, um, different scenery, things that... I should go get a picture of that neon sign. You should. You should. So you can start, um, you know, dropping your photos off at any of the locations throughout um, our community. Um, I did want to mention a couple of things that are geared towards, like, kids that are coming up. Um in September as well. Um, we have a regular meetup at the main library for um, like folks who are doing any homeschooling um, or doing school virtually. They're, they meet on Thursdays at 1 p.m. Um, September 1st would be the first date. So this would be this um, would be the first date and then the 15th and then October 6th, 20th and November 3rd and 17th. Um, there's also STEAM, STEAM lab programs at all of our locations if you're interested in that. Um, they meet on different dates so depending on what branch you frequent um, it's usually after school and they meet um, at least once a month. Uh, September, October, and November, but locate, um, or not locate, but <laughs> contact one of your branches and you can get like specific information about that. And also we do have the new Unfold out if you haven't already picked that one up that will um, highlight some of our programs September, October, and November. Um, the other thing I also wanted to mention real quickly is that we have a lot of resources for homework help. So if you're kind of struggling at home and um, you need some more help, um, there's a couple of databases that I wanted to mention. And all you have to do um, from home is have a library card to log into these databases. Um, if you're here in the library, obviously you can hop on any of our computers. We have laptops, we have computers in the children's area. I'm talking about the main library. This is, you can also use these um, computers and laptops at your local branches as well. Um, but one of the, um, one of the, the uh, <laughs> databases that you can use is BrainFuse, which offers live tutoring. So any, from two to, from two to 11 p.m. daily, you can, um, you can hook up with a live tutor um, for any homework help. And you can choose specifically what you're having um, issues with, if it's math, English. Um, you can also submit papers um, to be viewed and to get feedback on. And you, it usually has a turnaround of like 24 hours. Um, so that's a really good, cool one to check out. There's also Explora which is another website. Um, it has magazines and newspaper articles and also provides primary source documents. So 
a lot of times, especially when you're in like middle school, high school, and you have to write a report, you sometimes will have to have like a primary source. So that's a really good. Can't um, you just use Wikipedia? Um, <laughs> and no, no. And this is using a database is is a lot different than just Googling something. These are actual magazine and newspaper articles. So they're not something that's just taken off the web. They're actual articles, which you should be able to use as your sources for doing research. And if you and were to find them on Google, they might be behind a paywall right. with a library Ex card. Uh, yes. You wouldn't have to pay right. to right. access Right, So all article. you have to do from, you know, from home, you just plug in your library card number and your PIN number and you have access to all these wonderful databases that can, you know, sometimes help you too if you're, you're kind of struggling with your homework. Um, the Brain Fuse too is also good for adults. Um, they have like um, um, test examples. Um, there's also, you can also um, like work on your resume things like that. So I just wanted to mention those um, resources that we have quickly. And if uh, you need help looking at a database, we're always here to help you. Um, sometimes the search function on a database can be a little bit intimidating for people who've not used one before. Correct. Um, but correct. we can show you how to narrow your search down um, right. to find exactly what you're looking for. Yeah. That, that is true. That's what we're here for. Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, before we go, I want to mention that October is coming up. Mm -hmm. And we will be devoting the month of October to spooky things. Mm -hmm. Spooky yeah. programming, <laughs> spooky stories, spooky movies, everything spooky. So... Whole you month, have the whole that month. To look forward to. Mm -hmm. um, I also want to say, uh, at the end of every show, I always give our email address and our Instagram handle. Uh, we would love for you to send us emails. Um, are you looking for book suggestions? Um, you know, did you like a book and you want to find a book similar to it? Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Movie suggestions. Uh, life advice that we are unqualified to give, <laughs> but we'll give uh, to you. We, we would like it if you would interact with us, ask us questions about things. Somebody be our friend. Yeah, if you want to know more about what's going on in the library, if we're not covering something that you want to know more about, um, yeah, that's your way of letting us know because we don't, we don't know what you want. So send us an email. Tell please. us what you want, what you really, really yeah, want. Yeah, really, really, really. <laughs> <laughs> so the email address is libraryvarietyshow at gmail.com. Uh, and Instagram is libraryvarietyshow. And you can send us a message, send us an email, leave us a comment. Uh, yeah, keep us going. Yeah. <laughs> We'd love to answer your questions. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, I'm Alex Giorgio. And I will always be Deb Miner. This is the <laughs> Library Variety Show. Thanks for listening. Thank you.
The views expressed in this podcast are solely those of the hosts and or guests and are constantly evolving. They do not reflect the views of the St. Joseph County Public Library, its board of directors, or its administration. 